I don't know about you guys, but I am in constant need of a good, healthy snack to just throw in my purse and to take with me on the go, which is why today's episode is brought to you by Kind Bar. Kind is deeply committed to crafting food with real, recognizable ingredients, a disruptive notion that sparked the creation of a new healthy snacking category. Kind is unapologetic in their efforts to challenge the status quo to shift the food industry and empower their community and our listeners to make better, more informed choices about health. Kindness can be transformative, which is why we are teaming up with Kind and Podgo to bring our listeners 10% off. Go to podgo.co slash kind. That's podgo.co slash kind. Kind Bar, creating a kinder, healthier world, one act and one snack at a time. What's up, you guys? You are listening to the She's Going Places podcast. I'm your host, Taylor. Welcome back to another Wednesday. I hope you guys have been having a great week. You guys absolutely loved last week's episode, which seriously meant so much. So I'm just going to cut to the chase because this episode is super duper long. This second part of the series is seriously amazing. I sat down with Chris Pappas, who is seriously one of my longest friends ever. I've known him since I was I think I met him when I was 10 years old, and so it's so crazy. It was so much fun to sit down and catch up about all the new and exciting things going on in his life. Chris Pappas is a sophomore in college, but he is seriously so much more than that. He is the co-owner and co-founder of The Palm Locals, which is a new retail brand, and he is also a new and honestly pretty successful real estate agent where he is working on legitimately million dollar homes. Seriously, I'm so proud of him. You guys are going to be so impressed by him when you listen to this episode and hopefully leave so inspired to just honestly get after your dreams. And I hope this episode shows you that your age definitely does not limit you on how far you can go. So seriously, hope you love this episode. Make sure you give lots of love to Chris. Also, just to say it at the beginning, if you guys do love this episode or you're new from the Palm Locals, make sure you go down below. Give this show five stars, leave a review, hit subscribe, and follow us on Instagram at She's Going Places Podcast. Okay, enjoy the episode. Okay, do you want to introduce yourself? Of course I do. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Chris Pappas, and I am a college student at Palm Beach Atlantic University. I'm a sophomore. I am a real estate agent, and I also own a retail company called The Palm Locals, which is super exciting. We started about a year ago. And it's like one of my favorite things to do. I love being creative. So it was definitely an outlet for me. So yeah. This is so much fun for She's Going Places because this is the first guest that I'm having on, besides Hunter, obviously, that I've known. How long have we known each other? Like a long, like probably like, yeah, probably like 10 years or something like that. (laughs) I think, yeah, 10 years. That's That's crazy. crazy. So Chris and I have known each other since I literally feel like we were babies and now he's off doing all these boss boss man things. So I thought I'd bring him on, and I thought he has so much to share. So I'm really excited for you guys to hear from him. But I kind of want to go into how we know each other a little bit before we get started. Yeah. But Chris told me he has a story he wants to share, so I'm, oh, I'm yes. eagerly awaiting. Well, okay, so you're hyping it up now, and I, like, don't know if it's, like, that cool anymore. <laughs> and also, I don't know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this. But, so we... So, I have a girlfriend, and we've been dating for, like, the longest time, five we years. We love them. Over five years, yes. Um, Annie Brown, shout out, go you. 
<laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Annie Brown. Um, so we we started like talking probably when we were like 14 years like i'm 20 years uh-huh. old like i'm not old you know what i mean right um no i remember like, it was it during phantom yeah it was no it wasn't during phantom. it was during aida it was during oh no it was okay during also Lily- another preference we were in this really cre- i don't want to say creepy creep is the wrong word this really detrimental yeah. theater program <laughs> detrimental to our lives yes um yeah we me and taylor were big theater junkies um, it, it was, it was a time. It was definitely a time. Um, so basically during Willy Wonka, like me and Annie had been connecting, but Annie and Taylor were always like, like really close family friends. Annie and, like, was like my baby sister at the time. Yeah. Very close. So, um, and actually Taylor went on our first date together with us. Do you remember? We went to Newsies. We went to see Newsies. That <laughs> was your first date? Well, I think it was like. I think Stop so. It. I think so. I thought so. you guys were already. <laughs> maybe no. Maybe now I can't remember. No. Dang it. With my mom and Annie's mom. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No. It couldn't have been. It couldn't have been. Wait. That's actually so funny. Anyways, we had gone to see Newsies. You didn't know this, and I have to confirm with Annie Brown if this is okay to be put in. You didn't know this, but it wasn't our first date. I promise it wasn't our first date, but it was like early on in the stages. Right. And, um, like we hadn't like kissed or like held, I, maybe we held hands. We did mm-hmm. hold hands, but I was like, for some reason I like, this was like the kiss on the cheek era for us. Like it was like big deal, big deal stuff. Like. I want to kiss you on the cheek. Mm-hmm. Like, that was it. This is, like, 14, 13-year-old kids. Yeah, Just giving yeah, yeah. you guys a preface. Like, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. yes. We're I not understand. psychos. So, the whole time during Newsies, I don't know if I remember, it was me, Annie, Taylor, and then, like, Mrs. Brown and Mrs. Cordy on the other side. But I was fervently trying to smooch that girl's cheek. <laughs> the whole night. The whole night. And I was so close. I don't know. This is why I'm saying I don't know if you remember this. Because literally I'm like leaning over. Like and literally have zero guts to do this. You know what I mean? I'm just I'm like <laughs> literally such a If you would have told dork. me I would have just pushed her over. No. So then the whole night goes over. She knows what's happening. Like she's ready. Like whatever. She's ready. <laughs> she's ready. To have her cheek kissed. To have her cheek kissed. It never happens. Was it my fault? No, it wasn't your fault. It was no one's fault except for mine. Because, like, I'm stupid. So mm-hmm. then, um, we go home. They, like, drop me off at my house. And she kisses me on the cheek. No. Yes. Like, so the tables turn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh. What? She did it first. I'm such a dork. I'm such she a wimp. I hate my life. So that's the story of when Taylor accompanied me on my first cheek kiss. <laughs> cheek kiss. Cheek kiss. No, I yeah. literally had no idea. Yeah, that's it. No clue. That's really funny. Yes. I'm so glad. I mean, I've honestly been around for the entirety of y'all's relationship. Oh, yeah. The I beginning so stages, Taylor Cordy's detrimental. Detrimental? 
Oh wait, I'm using the wrong one. Instrumental. Never mind. <gasps> Everyone's gonna be like, Taylor sucks. She can't. I never was good at um, vocab. Anyways, um, so yeah, Taylor's been around. Been around. She's been around. Like I've yeah. called her, I've called her and talked to her about Annie. Like she's been around for my relationship. Mm-hmm. Well, what's crazy now is we were literally around each other. I would even beg to say like twenty four seven in high school. Like, oh, legitimately. I can't, I can't think of a day that I wasn't with Chris Pappas for an obscene amount of time in high school. Like that yeah. just didn't happen. Literally. And so this is kind of fun for us just because, I mean, I graduated from our high school and then he graduated the year after. And I mean, in a natural way, nothing obviously dramatic happened, but we did drift apart because we weren't, yeah. we weren't forced to be in the same room like for exactly. 12 hours a day, yeah. you know? And so that's just completely natural. We went to different colleges and doing different things. So this is kind of like a kind of fun like catch up. up Yeah, seriously. Into everything that he's up to because I've just been able to watch and be so proud of him for everything that he's doing and just like want to cheer him on. So let's hop into it. While you guys are here, I'm sure we'll probably sprinkle in some more uh, Taylor and Chris moments throughout the show. But let's hop into the first part about how you introduce yourself. You're a college student. So you already said you you go to PBA. Um, Mm -hmm. Why did you choose PBA? Um, You know what? I don't really know. See, like, people ask me this, and I don't have, like, a deep answer. You know what I mean? Like, it was kind of... It's the easiest school to go to down here. It's kind of like an extension of our high school. school. (laughs) Yeah. It's a small private Christian school. Um, I I know a lot of people that go there. My brother went there. He played soccer there. I don't know. We... I... It was just... It felt natural to go there, and it felt easy to go there, and I knew I wanted to, like maybe get my real estate license and start working, you know what I mean? And building relationships. So I think it was just kind of a natural transition into, I'm going to kind of like fake the college experience and not really go because I do commute. I don't live on campus, which I'm totally good with. Like that's my choice. Um, just to be able to work and make relationships. So that's kind of, that was my focus into going into college is to kind of get it out of the way as quick as possible and, um, be able to start real life, I guess. Okay, so that's what I wanted to ask you about this, like, quote-unquote traditional college experience. So on the day-to-day, you would say you don't have the traditional college experience. Oh, like absolutely go- not. No. I, no. Go to, I go to school. This is my third semester, like, booking it this way. I go to school two days a week. I take seven classes um, and just cram them into those two days. Of course yeah. you do. Kind of psychotic. Um and then I work Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I'm usually either doing showings on the weekend or I have for real estate or I am doing um, stuff with the Palm Locals and getting shirts and distributing. I'm like super busy, but I love it. I, I, I wouldn't want to be doing anything else. And so you don't feel like you're missing, like you're replacing, because people are always quick to say like, you're going to miss the traditional college experience. I mean, I got, which I think I am getting a traditional college experience. For sure. But I got that with like not going to a big state school and not going to like where there's bigger Greek life or bigger parties or bigger whatever it might be. Yeah. Like, that's not a traditional college experience. So for yeah. you, yours is even less traditional than mine. Oh, for sure. But that's perfect for you. And I was, I was so okay with it. I chose it. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. a... I was looking at schools up in Boston, and I was just like, eh, I don't know if it's the right fit. Like, I I just want to stay local, and I want to do something. I want to do something that I'm passionate about. Because going off of theater, like, I was so invested into theater, mm-hmm. and I was like, maybe I want to do this, you know what I mean, with my life. And I, and I realized that I didn't. 
and I was like, okay, it's time for me to like find my passion and execute mm-hmm. it because I'm the type of person that's driven by passion. Yeah. Like, and everything I'm doing, it I'm literally doing it full on and I need to be the best at it and it's that's just like a competitive personality but that's just and I feel like you're the exact same way yeah like you need to be doing everything to the best of your abilities Mm -hmm. and it doesn't really matter what other people say I mean other people could be like this is so impressive that you're doing this like literally I don't care like if it's not living up to my standards then I'm like okay you know what I mean so it's just a constant climb of like trying to succeed Okay, I also want to touch on something that I was not planning on talking about at all, but you brought it up about this idea of, like, the theater program we are in and being like, should I do it, should I not do it? We were in this, like, culture where we were essentially told that's the only option, and, like, you're stupid if, like, you don't take that option. And the average person listening to it, like, that's so stupid, like, it makes so much more sense, like, Taylor's going to school for PR, Chris is going, oh, wait, what is your major? Business. I'm, Business, okay. I'm double majored in finance and management. Okay, that's perfect. So Chris is getting, going to school for business. Why, how does that fit into the mix? Because it seems kind of irrelevant. Like someone who's a real estate agent, owns a t-shirt company, like doing all these things. What do you mean you did theater in high school and almost like dropped all of this for that? No, it was, I. it's hard to describe it to the average person because the you average can't. person doesn't understand like kind of what we did. But it was, it was just a really high-end theater company and we all worked our butts off and yeah. we all were extremely talented and i mean it was it was just a super competitive competitive environment i mean think of like any Dance like moms. yeah yeah seriously something <laughs> like that or like any we almost tr- had a tlc show we did tlc literally that? came to us and like uh-huh. wanted to do a show because we that's were that's how like, crazy it was psychotic yeah <clears throat> and that's kind of like Honestly, that's kind of how I, like, because I also have a YouTube channel, and that's kind of how I started into YouTube and TikTok, mm-hmm. and, like, people would know me from our YouTube channel back at King's, um, yeah. from all the shows that I've been in, and, like, I mean, we've been recognized nationally on national television, it, I mean, it's crazy. So, to the average person, yes, you don't understand what we're talking about, but think of, like, a a an amazing Abby Miller on steroids. Yeah, or an amazing travel team that you're like the best in the state. Kind of something like that to where everyone's just doing it for their lives mm-hmm. and you're just not really given the option. Of course we were given the option, but like in it our heads like it. it didn't mm-hmm. feel like it. So, definitely crazy. Would would you say that you it was overall a positive experience or negative experience? Definitely that's a funny question. Uh-huh. Um, it's, I'd say, like, I have year groups where, like, the first couple years, I would say it was a negative experience. And then my last years, it was definitely a positive experience because I, like, detached. I detached not emotionally. Yeah. And I, ta- I detached my worth. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it was. And I, like, yeah. knew myself and I began to, like grow as a person and grow as a person in Christ and find my identity in Christ. And that's when I like had the best time of my life because I wasn't worried about what other people thought Mm -hmm. or if I was doing this thing the right way. Um, You know what I mean? So I kind of just, it it was definitely a positive experience in the end. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I know definitely it's, it's weird for you. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's so funny because at Samford, like, 
going into Samford and trying to, because everyone at Samford, it's like a quirky personality trait. Everyone's like, oh my God, I love musical theater. And my entire freshman year, I would just sit there and just like say nothing. Like, and I was like, I don't even want to talk about it. And finally, one of my friends asked me about it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, kind of. I don't know. And she, I finally told her the name of the school and she looked it up on YouTube. And it just, like, is a rabbit hole. And they're like, I don't understand. Like, you didn't, like, like, how great was this? How fulfilling was this? How wonderful was it? And it's just, it's a crazy thing. This is, I mean, really for anyone. It doesn't matter that it was, like, a theater program. It could yeah, be for your sure. volleyball team. It could be, like... Uh, academic class when you find your worth in the wrong places like you're just ultimately set up to fail yeah and so that's why i think that program in specific did kids a disservice and probably still continues to do oh, is they sure. let you wrap your worth up in it and it's not mm-hmm. an intentional thing like i want all of these kids to feel super insecure yeah but it's more so of a it's your life and it's like if you want to be successful this has to be your life and you're looking for one person's approval for your entire like developmental years from when you're 11 to your 18 one yeah. person's approval that can only be christ yeah but that's not how it was set up True. in front of us no so, yeah i think for anyone it's just a good lesson especially if you're in middle school or high school like you cannot find your worth in people like because they will never satisfy so that was something i had to learn later in high school but that's yeah, another that's story for another same time. thing with me yeah and that was kind of the second time that i had gone through that because i was I mean, the first part of my life, I I didn't even do theater. I was, like, all in travel soccer. I wanted to go to college and play soccer. And um, I kind of experienced the same type of thing um, with one of my coaches that I was just – I just realized I was so nervous to play. And I was like, why am I so freaking nervous to play and do well? And I was, like, psyching myself out because I was like, oh, I'm – I don't know. I I just put so much pressure on myself. I ended up stepping away from soccer and then diving into theater, like Mm -hmm. literally head on into thinking this is going to be my career now. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's so easy. I feel like in high school, because like every you're so like valuable at that time to just like jump head first into like one thing after another. Because like, I mean, that's such what I did my senior year. I was like, okay, I have a boyfriend now. Sorry, guys. Bye. Like, I'm Yeah. So it's just easy to kind of just like zone in on one thing. But okay, let's talk about Palm Locals because yes. I am so excited to talk to you about this. Okay, so how did this happen? You're the, would you say you're the co founder of Palm Locals? Yes. So it's me and my friend Hogan McFadden. And we kind of, I hate to say this, but like it's you guys. We started it, like, like take this with a grain of salt, but we started it kind of as a joke. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, oh, we want to do something. It was like you said, like I wanted to dive straight into something. But we started. It was originally a club, like we we started the a club locals, at PBA. A club at PBA. We had started the locals club at PBA, and we were like, oh, we're gonna take people around Palm Beach and do all this cool stuff, and like That's take so people, cool. to, yeah, take people to beach cleanups that aren't from Palm Beach because me and Hogan have been from the area for like our whole lives and we know it like the back of our hands so we we're like okay this is perfect like we're gonna take people it looks good on a resume you we're know like, we can do all this so stuff friends. exactly so then we got to designing the t-shirts and we we're like okay <laughs> like what are we gonna do we need a sick t-shirt we wanted to do like a watercolor design of palm beach of our favorite places and then we were like wait what if we sell these like this is sick like these are actually really cool designs what if we sell them 
So then that kind of spiraled into the Palm Locals and through uh, Hurricane of the Bahamas, um, we started and we did uh, a shirt that 100% of the proceeds went to Hurricane Irma. I don't know if you remember in the Bahamas and mm-hmm. literally knocked it out. And that's how we got our name on the map. And that's how we got our first big deal because someone was wearing our shirts um, in the Bahamas when they were going to help and a giant hotel had seen them and was like, oh my gosh, I love these shirts. And there began like our first like big, huge order from the Palm Locals, a custom shirt at this big hotel in the Bahamas. And um, that's kind of how we got started, which is funny to think about, but it's just weird how everything works. Like you don't expect a hurricane in the Bahamas. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, It's so strange. Okay. Hold on. How does it work having a contract with a hotel? Like, are you still in contract with them? Was it like, I love going into the business side of things. So talk all business language. So basically our agreement with this hotel is kind of like an oral agreement. And we basically do a bunch of different custom shirts for them. And they kind of tell us what they want. Hey, we want the Bahamas flag on this shirt in this kind of design. And we, go to our designers and we go to our artists and we say hey listen this is what we need and I kind of oversee all of the the visuals just because I'm more creative and that's kind of my skill set so we kind of work hand in hand with them for the design process and then we send over the shirts and they actually have a plane which is so nice because we don't have to pay for shipping they have a plane that comes back and just takes like these shirts back which is so nice and we've done thousands of shirts for them and they they kind of just sell them to everyone on the island too because it's a smaller island and it's probably the biggest hotel on the island and like big hotel for the bahamas isn't really that big you know what i mean yeah so it's kind of like the marketplace i guess for this island it's in the abacos and i don't know like we're always surprised by the the amount of shirts that this guy's orders because we're like who the heck is buying who, these? Who is left to buy this shirt? Exactly. Like, what? Like, how are these people buying these? And I've had so many moments like that in, like, I don't want to say my career because that sounds stupid and weird. But, like, I've had so <laughs> many true. moments like that in my career doing this of, like, who the heck is buying these shirts? You know what I mean? Because you just, like, yeah. doubt. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, what? Like, I know we're doing this, but, like, really? Is it that cool? You know what I mean? So it's definitely reassuring um, on a business standpoint to continually get orders and someone to trust you. And we've built relationships with these people. And I don't know. It's it, it's really cool. It's very cool. It definitely, speaking on the business side, it's hard because they don't have a giant, like, brand image. And they don't have this, like, curated sort of like qualities that make up this this um in but it's it's definitely cool to like kind of help them with that on the other side and kind of build that for them on the retail side because that's something that we are just doing for our brand as we're doing you know what i mean so it's it's cool to work side and side with them that's awesome so now 
that's obviously not your only client. You yeah. are serve, you are doing a lot more custom orders. I got to see your year in review that you guys posted on your Instagram stories a couple of days ago. And it, what did you guys do? Nineteen custom like bulk orders this year? No, we did a lot more than that. I I Oops, can't count. Sorry. I don't know. No, you're good. You're good. Um, I I honestly don't know how many. I honestly haven't counted it up. But a lot of our work comes from like friends and family and word of mouth. And this person saw our shirts on this person's boat, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, I love those. Let's do them for our boat." Or we're just starting to get into like promotional products, so we're gonna try to do a lot of like branded pens and branded stuff because that that's a lot of um money that could be passive you know what i mean oh for sure because brands are reordering every month and we have some pretty exciting things happening i'm i'm not legally allowed to say with what yeah with a a pretty big company yeah (gasps) that could be like extremely promising once again not legally allowed to say but very cool stuff could you be feel like on... a, a classic like influencer. That's like I have so no, many exciting I know. projects. It's so stupid. I can't tell you. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Cause I hate that. I literally hate that. And it's not that cool. Like it's really not that cool. I'm sure but like it's, it's cool for cool. us. It's just on a larger scale than like maybe we even know what to do with. Mm-hmm. So that's why I guess is like it's when very did cool. Palm locals start? It started August of twenty nineteen. Christopher! Yeah, it's crazy. So the, literally, I'm I kid you not. For the first like six months, okay, so so let me preface: we do retail and we do custom. That we kind of have like two sectors of our mm-hmm. business. The custom does literally infinite. better. Like infinitely better than the retail side. That's just because it's hard to like actually start a brand. So Mm -hmm. we've kind of gone the more custom side and are trying to build our brand so that we have brand recognition as people are going into deciding who's going to do their custom shirts. Mm -hmm. So definitely very cool. Very cool stuff. What was your question? I completely forgot. (laughs) I sidestepped and I don't remember what the question was. I think when I was, I just said, how did Palm Locals come to be? And oh, you oh, just oh. like ran with it, which is great because you pretty much answered most of the questions. Yeah. <laughs> Almost all Okay, good. Perfect. Um, okay, so now what does like a like day-to-day look like for the Palm Locals? Like who's designing the shirts? Who's doing like the business dealings? Like how does that all function? So definitely day-to-day basis and based off of our orders, it's definitely hard to like do a a technical nine to five right um just because some days i'm working more than nine hours you know what i mean on the shirt some days i'm working an hour or two you know what i mean it it definitely depends christmas time i was i was (laughs) literally like drowning i was like i i don't know how we're gonna do this i am terrified all in the best way though because Mm -hmm. you're grateful i was so grateful to have you know, these orders that were coming in, we learned so many lessons and it's, it sucks to learn lessons. Yeah. Like as you're trying to produce a product for someone, like you're learning that you can't rely on this person. You're learning that you can't do this with this person. You're learning that this price is stupid and you've been paying it for so long. And so it's definitely crazy and sad um, to look back, but very exciting because I'm like, man, now I'm not going to pay that much money for this because that's just stupid and we were arrogant so definitely a lot of learning lessons 
So back to your question, a day in our life kind just of... like, who's doing what, essentially? What does your role in the company look like? So um, me and my friend Hogan joke, we're, we're dual CEOs, so we're both the CEO, and he's the CFO. He deals with all, you know, the bank statements, the okay. invoices. Um, he, he sets us up with banks to get an elevated line of credit. We're constantly going to all these banks, and it's, it's funny. It's a funny, it's definitely funny. I'm so, I'm so much on the creative side, social media, actually designing the shirts. I don't necessarily design the shirts, but I literally like give basically a vision board to our artists, which are all freelance, but we've kind of built relationships with three of them that have, you know, been instrumental in creating these products that have needed to be out in weeks or whatever, you know what I mean? So we definitely have a couple people that we rely on and, um, I don't know. It's definitely, it's definitely cool, but yeah, I'm, I'm very much creative. I'm the COO. I, I kind of run everyone. I kind of do the operations, the management side and, um, Hogan definitely does a lot of the financials just because I don't know if you remember, but he's like a genius at math and he's a genius with like, Oh yeah. I took, I took calculus with him. I know. Yeah. And you were ahead in calculus, and he's a year younger. Like, he's crazy. Yeah. Um, so definitely very cool. And we, we, our roles, we have, like, actually grown into our roles pretty well. And it's not always the easiest, but it's definitely, Mm -hmm. like, we've, we've definitely learned our roles, and, which is really good. Which is really good for any business to, like, learn your role. (laughs) Okay, really quick question before we move on to real estate. How does shipping work? Like, I saw... Sam, we also we all we all have complete mutual friends, so I'm just saying yeah. casual names. But one of our friends, Sam, he was posting on his story, and I think there was like a room with just like tons of shirts and packages. Like, where is that? What's happening? How does shipping happen? Yeah, so that that was at Hogan's mom's jewelry store. So she they have a jewelry store downtown in Palm Beach. So random. Um, and we actually Wait, I didn't a little, know that. Like yeah. on the island. Yeah, not on the island. It's right over the bridge on the other side. Okay. Very cool. It's literally on the same street as um, Grandview. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. So we actually have a little, like, garage space. Oh, in, amazing. In, in, like, a little warehouse, and which is cool, and it's filled with tons of stuff. And so basically shipping, we have a subscription with, obviously, just like any other shipping company, and we basically ship everything out, and... Yeah, but when orders come in, it's like a it's like a six hour after work night. Like you know what I mean? Trying to package these things, and it's hard. It's definitely hard. Two guys like trying to make it like cutesy and artsy like is not it. You know what I mean? Like it it's definitely going beyond. And even though I'm a very creative person, yes, it's it. It definitely is beyond my pay Having grade, to like, think about how the shirt has to be folded with the card I'm with like, the bubble wrap. Exactly. The- I'm like, how are these people going to, like, take a picture of this on Instagram and, like, tag oh, us? on their story. Exactly. Like, but then, like, it, like, it, they turn out okay. Like, we, ha- we don't have the best packaging, and we'll get better. But it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> eh. <laughs> so, which is maybe not good, but uh, whatever. So, but it's also only been like a year and a half. Yeah, so we're we're still new. And you know what? It's fine to say that, but Hogan's going to graduate early. I'm going to graduate a semester early, and that's when we really need to like we're really you know going to figure out whether this is something 
that we want to do. This is something that we want to hire someone to run. This is something that we want to sell. So it's definitely, it's definitely like a lot to think about. And yeah, especially now sudden- that we're getting constant orders and we're getting like a lot of accounts per se. And it's definitely, it's, it's definitely hard to decipher because I never imagined that I wanted to like do shirts like and make shirts for my livelihood. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it takes up so much of my time and like it is successful. So it's like, hmm, do I do this? It's definitely a creative outlet for me. Didn't think it was going to be this big. We're still on the kind of fence what we're going to do with it. So it's definitely if you see the palm locals in someone else's hands in a couple of years. <laughs> like, hey, there you go. <laughs> no, don't be surprised. <laughs> but <laughs> That's yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, one th- it literally just popped into my head. I know me and you talked about this, about you saying, like, oh, I should put the podcast on YouTube. And I'm like, I don't have time. I'm going to give you. But you just got a social media person. You guys should have a Palm Local TikTok. Palm Locals, I'm sorry. So we have one. No. And, like, we post, well, we posted a video just from one of our photo shoots. And it was, like, it sounds so, like, it sounds so pretentious, like, from one of our photo shoots. Like, it was, like, it was just, like, a bunch of our friends, like, going out on a boat and taking pictures. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so stupid. Um, so we, we did a video. It's a good idea. We really need to dive into it. We, we just kind of haven't just because like, it's just a lot of work. You know oh, what I mean? Don't get me wrong. I should have a TikTok too. I don't because I can't. But yeah. if you're already starting to outsource, I think it would, perf- I mean, everything would perform well on TikTok. For sure. But especially showing, like, the behind the scenes of making a custom order. The yeah, it's, people you're people in right. other states find out. About, I mean, I don't know how busy you want to be, but make a couple behind the scenes custom order TikToks. And see what happens. And see what happens. Well, TikTok's algorithm picks up people so easily. Yes. Like, it, like, the stupidest things. And I have a TikTok, too. And, like, literally when I tell you. Yeah, your TikTok's funny. Literally, when I tell you, I have no idea what's going viral. It's always the things that I film in five seconds. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is funny. Like, let me just right. film it or let me just do this. Mm-hmm. It goes viral. Literally, yeah. without fail. And it's every time I don't think about it going viral. Every time mm-hmm. I'm like, this is the best idea I've ever had. Like, yeah. this is for sure. Like, I'm, I'm literally moving to L.A. after this TikTok. Like, <laughs> literally, I'm packing my bags right now. Does the now. Hype House call me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> literally. I'm like, are they calling me? Like, here's my business email. Let's get at it. Um, but seriously, I'm like, oh, this is so good. And then nothing ever happens. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> You're like, wow. Yeah. Well, you know, just in the list of 100 things that you oh, need to do. For sure. Yeah. Okay. You're also <laughs> got your okay. People normally a normal interview would be like thank you so much for coming on. Isn't his business great? No, no, no. We still have a couple more parts, guys, because he doesn't stop. So you're no. also a real estate agent. Yes. What? Th- this why is... how? <laughs> um, this is like legitimately what I want to do, and this is mm-hmm. why this is why I'm stressed out about the Palm Locals because it's cutting time into real estate and that's kind of where i'm like okay should we have someone run it but that's i i've always loved real estate i don't know what it is i don't i've always wanted to be on some side of real estate real estate whether that's the architecture side whether that's um the flipping side the selling side you know what i mean i remember when we were 
were, sorry, we were in ninth grade and you're like, Taylor, I'm going to be a contractor. That's what I'm going to do. Oh, literally, I, I was for sure that I wanted to be an architect or a contractor and build houses. Mm-hmm. I just said houses. Houses. <laughs> and build homes. And like literally I can remember when I was probably like seven or eight years old, I used to build cardboard houses and I used to like make them super cool. I've always had the coolest uh fascination with architecture like i've always like loved you know triangles this sounds so weird but i've always this sounds stupid but like, i've always loved triangles that's gonna be your <laughs> no <Instagram> like grab. <laughs> i'm telling you when i invite you over to my house that i want to build one day there's gonna be lots of triangles i don't know what it is about lots triangles. triangles i love them anyways um but yeah, I've always loved real estate. I've always been passionate about it. I love the design side too. Um, I don't know. I, I I just love it. I love it so much. I love meeting people. I love talking to people. And it's just like a cool way to build relationships. I've always known. And I guess through quarantine, this kind of all came to fruition in where I was kind of like battling. Like, do I want to have a job that I sit at a desk all day and I make a lot of money? Do I want to do that? Heck no. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sitting at home, not being able to do anything during quarantine, I was like, this is not my path. It's not this for is me. my path is not corporate America. My path is starting my own business and being able to like run my own time. You know what I mean? Which is obviously a luxury and it's definitely hard and a, I would say harder than just like getting a corporate job. But I think it's definitely going to be worth it, not just monetarily, but definitely like in the long run and being happy, you know what I mean? And being fulfilled in my purpose. So definitely love real estate, love talking to people. You know this. (laughs) Yes, I do know this. But so now you've always been passionate about real estate or architecture, like you were just saying. But and you're talking about this wrestle between doing Palm Locals and taking into real estate. And what does that look like? Like, how are you not necessarily managing both, but, like, what does this, like, wrestle look like to you? Like, what's proving to be more worth it to you between the two? You know what? It's hard because in the beginning stages of real estate, it's, like, so hard to get, Mm -hmm. to gain traction and to, like, get buyers and get sellers and get homes listed. And I actually have a house listed right now, which is Okay, hold on. Let's talk about this. Because you're not, people are thinking, okay, there's this 20-year-old kid, he's a real estate agent, he's doing nothing. This boy goes on his Instagram story and is showing million-dollar homes. And so explain a little bit about that. Yeah, so basically, um, I I have a house listed. I do tons of showings for other people. You kind of got to, like, fake it till you make it. And you basically, like, I'm on the phone the majority of my day with other realtors and other people and like trying not to be annoying and be like, can I come in your house? You know what I mean? Like trying not to be stupid. Um, <laughs> but also like geeking out. Cause like I'm in like a $5 million house and like, I'm like freaking out, but I'm like, Oh, I'm like, cool. You know what You're I mean? Like, like I see I this love all the, the architecture. time. <laughs> yeah. I love your triangles. <laughs> no <laughs> the triangles in here are amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically I I do a lot of showings for a lot of people and just trying to get my name out there, honestly. And also I have some really high-end clients that are looking for multi-million dollar homes 
that is honestly the most fun thing I've ever done. You're and like, okay, I'll take you to a million dollar houses. Exactly. It's definitely harder because the market's a lot smaller. But in Palm Beach, I mean, you it it's like everywhere. You know what I mean? So it's definitely very cool, very fun. But yeah, you got to start somewhere. I want to start above somewhere. Right. <laughs> so that's kind of what you see is me trying to start above somewhere. This all sounds amazing, and everyone's mm-hmm. probably like, sign me up. But that obviously doesn't just happen. You don't just all of a sudden get million-dollar listings. So what would be your advice to someone who's listening to this? Like, okay, realist- Like, I've always wanted to do real estate. He's convinced me this sounds wonderful. It's not going to look like this right away. Yeah. No, it's it, 100% it's not. And I literally have to tell myself this every day when I'm writing letters for six hours you know what I mean? Like, it, there's a lot of nitty and gritty. I Instagram is 100% your highlights. Of course I'm going to do a video when, I, when I'm in a $5 million home. You know what I mean? Like, that's just perception. You know what I mean? And you mm-hmm. literally, like I said, you fake it till you make it until you get that first listing and you sell that first home. And it kind of all spirals from there. And I legitimately, kid you not, I have to remind myself this every single day because I'm such a results person. I need to see results for me to not be fulfilled, but like for me to definitely say, okay, I'm good at this. You know what I mean? I definitely, um, need that not to push forward, but to definitely give me confidence. And it's all about perception and it's all about confidence. If you get on a phone with someone and you are the most, like, if you get on the phone with someone and you're like a little bit hesitant and a little bit like nervous or shy, like you're done. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. People are going to eat you up. And I've done that, like, hundreds of times. You know what I mean? And you just learn. And you obviously lose those people as clients or potential clients. But that's just how it is. Everyone goes through it. You have to give yourself a lot of grace. Once again, I remind myself this, like, every single day when I'm like, why am I writing letters for six hours? Why am I writing 28 million emails? You know what I mean? So it's definitely not all the glam and the fun as it looks, it definitely gets there because I work for some sick people and you mm-hmm. definitely get there and you're like, do you even work? And then they make tons of money, but not at that point right now. Right. I know I will be, uh-huh. but I'm not at that point right now. Amazing. That yeah. is literally so sad. I don't think I recognize like the volume of work that you're doing. I think obviously like what I'm seeing is what you're posting on social media. So it's like you're doing the tours and you're with you're doing your things and I'm like oh my gosh like look at him go but I didn't realize like how much like if you don't mind me asking like what has been the has there been a profit margin on all of this are you just in a season right now of gaining experience like what is like your big takeaways in this season yeah so palm locals we've made good money and we funnel it all back into the business we're not going to pay ourselves until we can pay ourselves like a full salary and be comfortable so everything's going back into the business Real estate is the best margin because you literally list a home. You're putting hours, let's say a hundred hours, you know what I mean? But you're, you know, on some of these homes, you're making a $30,000, $40,000 commission. So you're definitely, you're definitely succeeding. And like these, Mm -hmm. the hourly rate is high. You know what I mean? It's definitely high. Um, So it's, it's very cool very profitable they say 10% of the agents do 90% of the work in real estate and that is 
So true, because everyone knows five real estate agents. It's no secret. I know, like, 20. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even before I started real estate. And you basically have to prove yourself as the legit one. And being 20 years old and Very not hard. having much market experience, it either goes, it either goes, oh, my gosh, like, this is amazing. This kid is so young. He's getting on it. He's getting on the grind. This is so exciting. Or it goes... You don't have any experience. You're literally a child. You're a child. Don't do this. Don't come talk to me. You're not legit. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> what else? Also, if you want to get into real estate peeps, she's going places. What are, what are your, like, fandom name? What is it? I don't, we don't really have one. But if there was something that I think it would go by, and there was a point where it was, like, SGP fam was, like, I mean, oh, okay. but I'm not really a big namer, you know what I mean? Got it, yeah. So, SG Peepers, or <laughs> <laughs> SG Peers, whatever. SG Peers, if you want <laughs> If you want to start in real estate, you got to have thick skin. Literally, mm-hmm. my first phone call, first ever phone call for real estate, this was a couple months ago, I was so excited to make my first phone call. And it was this... Um, Chinese woman, I don't know if you can put that in, it was this woman, and she was literally an old hag, like, I kid you not, old hag, and she was like, I called her about something, and she was like, she heard the youth in my voice, because I can't even fake that, you know what I mean? Also, can't fake that I look 20 years old. Um, yeah. I can't fake that I look older, I'm 20 years old, and I look like I'm 16, but, um... Basically, she was like, what the F are you doing? Like, get out of this um, profession. Like, this is so stupid. Like, don't start. Like, all this stuff. And it was, like, literally so discouraging. And I got off the phone, and I literally died laughing. I literally was like, okay. hopefully that's not the tone hopefully for my real estate career. <laughs> that's exactly. the bar. Exactly. And I, and I told a bunch of agents that, and they, like, died laughing. So you got to have a sense of humor. You got to not be afraid of failure and not be afraid of like being stupid or looked being looked at as like young and stuff like that especially when you're starting so early so have some thick skin okay so now we're now you've explained all of your avenues projects all of the hundred things you're doing what if you might not know like what is the end goal for all of this like what at the end of the day in a perfect scenario what would be happening for you scenario what sorry did i say it wrong no, I just scenario. say scenario, but it's not. It's not. Okay, perfect scenario. I'm Italian. I don't know. I know, that's true, that's true. Um, starting, oh my gosh, I sound like a broken record. Starting a real estate brokerage is definitely okay. my goal. And having like a full, oh, I get to talk about what I want to do. Having a full, um, like a full service type of real estate brokerage that's not just like, oh, well... We'll find a buyer or we'll list your home. Like, I want to definitely have an avenue where it's like, we take you through the whole entire process. If you want to renovate, we have designers that will come in and do this and kind of like be in every single part of it. We'll have contractors that we employ and we have obviously designers and agents, obviously, but some, some sort of full service real estate brokerage brokerage also he did like, quotation marks by the way because yeah quotation can't see 
Yeah. Just because traditional brokerages are like, you kind of think maybe like something like a law firm, something super legit and legal and boring. Um, but yeah, definitely something more creative and trying to start something that the market doesn't really have. And also like going into print, like print magazines and like trying to do stuff like that. I love stuff like that. I love photography. So being, (laughs) did you watch, um, the Netflix show, um, dream home makeover? No. Oh my gosh. You need to watch it. Oh my gosh. It's studio McGee. You probably follow them on Instagram. No, maybe not. This is like, so up your alley, Taylor. This is so up your alley. What? No, yeah. there's honestly, I'm like so out of the loop on things. Like, I don't watch TV. I don't. Like, I, don't I don't either. Don't but literally, this is what I watch. Okay, it's so good. You I'll need to watch it. it on Netflix. Also, all of the sheepers. Uh, not the sheepers. <laughs> <laughs> the name is just getting better. <laughs> the SGPers, SGPers, whatever. <laughs> whatever they are. You guys need to watch Dream Home Makeover. Dream Home Makeover. I'm sh- they probably all have, like, honestly. Like, They're all like, Taylor, what the heck? Literally. Okay, anyways. That was, a, that was like, a, a sidestep because they started as a design firm. And they're still a design firm, but then they came out with their own, like, furniture line, and now they're in Target. So something to along the lines of, like, starting as something but molding into some sort of bigger lifestyle. Like different avenues. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I, you probably get this comparison all the time. Magnolia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole lifestyle brand. Oh, legitimately. That's sick. You know what I mean? Dream. Like, yeah. literally. Um, so something like that. Very cool. Okay, so obviously we have seen how absolutely successful you are. I mean, it's no secret. Everyone's sitting here for like literally the last hours been like, who is this man? I'm going to go follow him on TikTok, YouTube, all the things because we love him. (gasps) Sorry, I keep giving so many suggestions, but like you should be a vlogging real estate agent. I know. You know, that's amazing. I literally thought of it and like I because I I started a YouTube channel and I like kind of like like gained a little bit of success and a following and i was like should i transform it into real estate should i don't I, know i'm still thinking about I be it a youtuber yeah. i would love nothing more than for you to be a youtuber oh my gosh i'd be your biggest fan oh go do it <laughs> do it for me okay anyways so obviously you're clearly extremely successful and i know just from knowing you personally a lot of that has to do with your sweet and beautiful mom mm-hmm. um what are some things that you think that you've taken away into this, like, season um, following her passing? What has that looked like for you in this, like, season from, um, how old are you, 16? Yeah, 16. 16. And into now growing up into, like, a 20-year-old man, like, doing all mm-hmm. of these things. Like, what are some things that you've taken from her, things you're living by, like, life in the day-to-day? Oh, so literally, like, every day of my life literally every day of my life I try to lead myself in a way that she would have led her life because if you didn't know my mom she like led tons of people to Christ and was like the brightest spirit for Jesus and like at her funeral led like literally tons of people to Christ like at her funeral like it's it's crazy Um, it was crazy Definitely crazy. So, I don't know. I, And I... 
It's a really good question because I almost attribute like my I definitely attribute my success to her, also my dad, because he's a of super course. hard worker. Um but she like I don't know, I feel like I didn't go off the deep end. You know what I no, mean? Like you, I no, I never I never had that moment where I like was doing things that like weren't like myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I one hundred thousand percent attribute that to her. And like her legacy over me because and this might sound like not weird, but like because like I didn't want to like upset her in any way. You know what I mean? Or like yeah. have her look down and be like, oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like I it's definitely like it's something that hangs over me and I'm so grateful for it. You know what I mean? Because it's definitely let me be able to shine and be a light and when I literally didn't think I could. Right. So definitely, I mean, it's like affected everything. It's literally affected everything in my life. And like I said, I lost my mom end of 10th grade year and junior and senior year. That's when I switched and I knew my worth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It didn't matter what anyone else said. I knew my worth and identity was in Christ. And I'm literally so incredibly thankful for my mother and I don't want to say what happened to me because it was hell Mm -hmm. but I'm like I can kind of see the bigger picture yeah you know what I mean which is like you're kind of really able to see what the Lord is doing exactly which I still trust me I still am like what the heck why yeah you know what the heck and why but I also have a moment where I'm like hmm okay I kind of see I like kind of see what 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 you're trying to do don't mm-hmm. understand the avenue mm-hmm. of it but definitely crazy definitely mm-hmm. crazy I literally lead my life every single day trying to make her proud because she like like held me to such a high standard to which everyone should be held you know what I mean and I don't know it's crazy and like she literally I'd say I've had so many moments of doubting God but I've come back and maybe this is a bad thing to come back to but I've come back to the fact my mother was not crazy and she said Jesus was more real to her than me standing in front of her and like like it's crazy it's crazy and I'm like I know she wasn't crazy and I saw it in her so in all of my moments of doubting I'm so grateful to be able to look back and like see this person that I admired with all of my heart and have been like wow you know what I mean like she wasn't crazy she felt it literally the day before she passed away, she had zero strength in her body. Yeah. And she was lifting her hands in the hospital room and singing worship music. Like, that, there's no fake. There's no, no fake about there, that. At that point, yeah. There's no fake about that. And I, and I know she believed it with all her heart and I feel it. You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, even though, and I guess it should be Christ that you go back to. But 
for me, the avenue is my mom's love for Christ that like brings facets of Jesus and his personality and his like life into my life, if that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. And I think I remember when it all happened, um, me feeling especially because I mean, obviously loved you then, love you now, um, and cared for you deeply. And when that was happening, just me having my own personal experiences with my mom, losing her mom at such a young age, just feeling such a, um, so such a different way than everyone else felt about the, about you and walking you through the season and just watching how you've handled the last four years with grace and just so much honor to the Lord. Because like you said, like people don't handle like something that drastic happening to you at such a young age, like you're not supposed to look the way you do. Your life should look drastically different. You know what I'm saying? Like, by the world standards, like, Mm -hmm. spiral. You know what I mean? And so I can just see you. And my mom had a very similar experience, not with her mom, but in the fact that, like, the Lord literally had to carry her through the season following. And watching, it's an amazing testament, A, to your mom, obviously, but also to you and, like, the Lord working through you about how the season has looked so different through you and how you've been able to not only just, like, survive these last four years, like, you have thrived in the last four years. Like, I mean, look, we just sat here and talked about all the wonderful things you're doing, and I'm not here to just, like, (laughs) light you up and be like, you're so amazing. But, like, the Lord has literally, like, used this season in your life, which I'm sure the devil would be using for so much harm and it Mm -hmm. has been nothing but like flourishing for you well i literally attribute all of that because it wasn't me at all i know it wasn't me i attribute that to my mother probably praying Mm -hmm. to god saying protect these boys and same thing with my brother protect these boys and give them the strength because she knew you know what i mean right and and, like, God literally intervening directly and, like, just, like, holding. You know what I mean? Just, like, holding and, like, when I wanted to run out, like, just, <laughs> just you know the, what I mean? Yeah. Like, a little, like, round. Like, round me up. Um, so, yeah. So, I wanted to, and I had talked to you about this. I Something that I heard in a, a message that is just, like, kind of... Also, let me preface this. I am, like, literally very far from perfect. I always mess up, but definitely like it's literally the Lord that's just like carrying me basically. Um but yeah, I didn't want I I'm not perfect at all. I, but I know you know that. Um <laughs> but something that I wanted to say that I heard in a message was something so amazing. And I've heard literally you have to thousands of messages, thousands of church messages, mm-hmm. thousands of chapels. And this message was about leading your life with first grace, then truth. And it talks about in the Bible, love one another as yourselves. Love is one of the greatest commandments that the Lord gives to us. Love, love each other. And we look at today's world and there's so much room to love. There's so much room for us to be the light and for us to love people and, and not discriminate. You know what I mean? So I think that definitely leading people 
in grace, giving them grace, and then following up with the truth is, like, something that, like, I don't know why, but it, like, rocked me. I was like, whoa. Like, I I haven't heard it like that. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, as Christians, especially growing up um, in the church and, and, like, in a Christian school... It was so, it was so weird. Like, it was such a weird environment. Like, Christian kids were cool. Like, bad kids were cool. Like, (laughs) there was a lot of judgment. And, like, it was just weird. You know what I mean? And, like, I had never been, like, hmm. Like, I should, like, give them grace. Because we're all people and we're all going through stuff. And, honestly, it took me, it took me, like, really registering that after my mom passed away. Um, Just because I knew that whatever had come of my life was by the grace of God. Yeah. So that's where it kind of like made sense to me where I was like, okay, this grace is definitely warranted for everyone. Cause it, cause it happened to me. Not that I didn't think that before. I just didn't yeah, no, necessarily it's just become so much more real to you. Exactly. So I thought that that was so cool. And like, I have so many friends that like don't necessarily believe in Christ and cousins and, family members and and it's so important to lead your life with grace and truth because people are not going to come to jesus by you talking to them you know what i mean by by you trying to say this or say that or you know what i mean they they look for your actions and they look for you not to preach they look for your actions so i think that that is definitely something that i recently have tried to live my life by Especially with people that, like, I don't think, just not I don't think, but, like, I'm, like, ugh, like, you're so mm-hmm. difficult and annoying. And, like, why would you do that? You know what I mean? Like, the people that you're, like, why would you do that? Like, and trying to give them grace. And, like, trying to understand where they're coming from, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chris, thank you so much for coming on. This, honestly, yes. not to flatter you right now, this, I think this is my favorite episode. Oh, my gosh. I've ever stop. done. I'm serious. It's just there's something so special about being able to get to sit down with you and catch up with you. And I just love you. And you know that. Um, Thank you so much for sharing with all of us about everything going on in your life. I'm so proud of you. And I can't wait to see if you have Palm Locals in a couple years. Yeah. When you're going to be a huge real estate. I don't know what kind of realtor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Realtor. um, All the things. So. I'm proud of you. I love you. And thank you for oh, coming on the Truth Podcast. Of can course. Plug yourself. Where can they oh, find yeah. you? You can um, find me on Instagram at Chris G. Pappas. Um, Facebook, I think. At no, Chris Pappas. <laughs> I don't care about Facebook. No, I YouTube love Facebook. Channel. You love YouTube Facebook? Channel. Oh, I literally love Facebook. No, it's my you favorite don't. social. I promise you. It's my favorite social media. Anyways, um, <laughs> Facebook, YouTube at Chris Pappas, I think. Yeah, it's Chris Pappas. Just if you search Chris Pappas. Also, um, TikTok, I think it's Chris Pappas G, I think. So good. And and then I don't have a Twitter. You might be able to find me on. I mean, I do, but just don't follow me there. Uh Um, And then do Palm Locals. Oh, and then the Palm Locals is at the Palm Locals on every platform. And it's linked in his regular bio on his Instagram, so you can go there for everything. Yes. Yes. Well, we love you. Oh, I'm so happy to be a part of the podcast. I think it's awesome. All right. Bye, Chris. Bye, peepers. She's going peepers. peepers.